0: What's up, everybody, and welcome into a Monday Rundown, episode 222 of the Starter Interrupt Podcast. Tom, we are post-Christmas. How was your holiday, buddy? It was good, man. How was yours? It was really nice, man. It was very low-key, very chill, Uh, all those good things, and now we can get ready for our last week of 2021. Another year in the books, another COVID year in the books, so another covid year in the books hey before we uh before we get going here i just want to give a quick shout out my brother got engaged last night so congratulations uh, congratulations to connor and casey i know sometimes he listens to this pod and uh, a couple of uh his friends do so uh yeah congrats to them and very exciting good way to end the weekend
1: congratulations do they still live up here
0: uh yeah they live in ridgefield
1: very nice giving away the area we live we usually are very vague with that but sean just went out and said it um well, so, they can find so you'll be up here?
0: I'll be getting up there at some point, for sure.
1: Did you get the best man nod? Is that starting a, a tiff, if I
0: ask that? No, I, I'm certainly anticipating it, but I, I, they haven't said anything. Uh, but I'm certainly So that means you'll be up, up
1: here more than once, my guy. I'm excited. I know.
0: I know, man. Well, uh, we'll definitely link up a few times. Maybe do some live podcasts together. Uh, well, if you are looking to get
1: up here on the cheap, uh, m- you know, because you are gonna have to come up a bunch of times to plan and shit. McCalla and I always have an extra bed, my friend.
0: I appreciate that. That'll be that might be very nice as long as Soy doesn't jump on me. I think I'll be good.
1: No, um, are you one of those bullshit artists that says they're allergic to cats? Because I got a lot of those in my life. They're not.
0: No, I grew up with I grew up with a cat, so I am good.
1: All right, cool. Well, good. I'll let him rub his ass in your face. Um, That's real
0: nice. (laughs) Hey, you know what? I'm allergic to your cat.
1: Okay. Yeah. So he he says fuck you.
0: Um, Yeah, there you go. Uh, You've said it to him plenty of times.
1: But
0: Christmas Day, we got five NBA games. I think each of them had a little bit of significance, and we're now officially at that point where the NBA season has taken on some serious weight. This is kind of like the first uh, high-water mark of the season. Mm-hmm. So we can start off talking about your Knicks and the Hawks. The Knicks showed out on Christmas Day. I know it was COVID-littered, but um, what would you take from this game? I thought it was a really impressive showing.
1: Obi Toppin with the tween went in between the legs in the game, too.
0: He's a great in-game dunker, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, not really a dunk contest dunker, but he uh, he's a great in-game dunker. Um, I mean, what 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 is there to take away aside from Kemba? I mean, he goes from not playing at all to getting a trippy dub, and that's following a couple thirty point games. Um, and I guess he should have been playing all along because let's again, we're not gonna we're not gonna beat a dead horse or whatever the saying is, but we knew what we were getting when we got him here.
0: You know what, man? I think this makes Tibbs look pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I mean, and he Kemba it was just announced today that he won Eastern Conference Player of the Week. So I mean, you go Deservedly from not playing, so. yeah, you go from not playing at all to being a pro the whole time and and lighting it up. And I know he's obviously he's he is what he is, but what he is on a team that needs offense is somebody that can get you that offense. And Obi played well. That Dior uh, no jacket
1: thing. he was wearing in the interview was something else too.
0: Ooh, that, I mean, he's, he's a New York guy through and through. Yeah. Man. He looked
1: fresh as fuck.
0: Yeah, no, he, he loves playing on that stage. But I think from your Knicks now, the question is, is where do we go from here? I, I guess. Okay. You, are you going to be in the mix? Are, are we they, are the they question doing enough right now to decide on whether they're gonna actually go for a star?
1: Yeah, exactly. And that was exactly that's what I was gonna say. Question is are we buyers at the trade deadline? And more importantly, are we buyers in the off season?
0: We'll worry about the off season later, but I think right now there's plenty of guys you can go get. I still think Miles Turner makes plenty of sense. And one thing with Kemba playing all this well is not just is he helping you now, but he's increasing his trade value.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely you know the guy i want and if you don't i'm gonna
0: say it it's zion bro i think there's more to this Uh, if i'm the knicks i call up and ask them what their price is and if i'm the pelicans i think it's finally time to decide on on is this somebody we really want to mortgage our future on
1: yeah and i was i was listening to uh the simmons pod and uh jj formerly of uh new york radio said or one of the or the other guy said uh Everybody but R.J. Barrett, anybody on the team is for sale for Zion, and I'm down with that. You are down with that, huh? It might cost you, R.J., unfortunately, um, but maybe because R.J.'s had a little bit of a down year, they've soured on him, which is honestly good for us. But if you can hold on to RJ and, and the rest of the team is on the is on the table, because you're probably going to have you're probably not going to be able to trade Randall with that fat contract and him regressing so much. So RJ Randall, I mean, we'll have a lefty team. You know, I don't really like that, but I'll
0: I'll do a 180. <laughs> yeah, well, I think you could for Zion. I think part of where Zion's at too, and the lack of motivation. Although I don't agree with it. I mean, we saw. Listen, Zion, Zion we're going to talk New Year's
1: and... resolution. Zion's going to get in shape, and I'm going to get in shape.
0: All right, this is great. Well, we we now know the Pelicans' uh, motto for you. But I think for the Knicks, man, it is going to ultimately come down to are they going to decide between OB and RJ? It's yeah. It's a big trade.
1: I mean, and, and Tibbs is not doing OB top in any favors because, you know, including the Christmas game and up until now, he's never played over – uh, 30 minutes a game, so you really can't see what you have in the guy when he's playing 15, 12, whatever minutes. I mean, between the leg dunks, his second in his career is pretty cool in game, but you know he he shoots atrociously from three. Uh, great, out of, not a great defender, but he's really starting to figure it out defensively, which is weird that Tibbs won't play him more often. But he's just he's not playing him.
0: If I were a Knicks fan, I'd be really upset i ban- the way yeah. Tips is coached this season.
1: Oh, me too. It's a complete regression from last year for him and for the entire team, shooting-wise, defensively, everything. Uh, and I think it all leads back to the coach. Um, and, and you know, you would think, given how ravaged the league is, including this team, with, with the new variant of COVID running rampant, that Obi would be getting more playing time. But so far, no.
0: Yeah, you've seen Grimes get more minutes. Uh, McBride, before he entered protocols, was looking real nice. I think that's really a bright spot that you can take from the team this year is however they've gotten into the lineup, the draft picks that Leon Rose made have really shown out to be good players.
1: Yeah, and, you know, if anything, they'll they'll at least be good trade chips.
0: Right. I, I think that uh, – the best thing that can happen right now is for your young guys to play well because they're going to try to prove their value to stick around or they're going to attract themselves to other teams. Fournier even had a good game and I thought the way that they, they played him on Christmas Day against the Hawks was perfect. He was kind of like their Kevin Herter where finally he was a lot without he was the in defense. a lot of spaces to be able to make shots though.
1: Yes, he, he was. And, He's, I like him a lot better off the ball than I do on the ball. He's not much, uh, he can pass, but he doesn't really seem to be a pass-first player, and he is a liability defensively. You you really can't play him and Rose at the same time, even though Rose is hurt. Yeah, you can't
0: play him and Kemba at the same time, but they've kind of had to. From the Hawks, obviously, they were out Trey Young. This team is still... I, know, I think Simmons mentioned this on one of his previous pods too, and I, I've really started watching them like this, and I've kind of felt this way all along. Are they too deep to you, Tom? Because I feel like there's a lot of players that don't have that don't have roles that they should.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you. I I don't uh, like. It doesn't make this team just doesn't make a lot of sense this year because there's too many guys that are good, and I mean it's scary because they're going to get their shit together, and and for a Knicks trying to get the playoff spot. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna be right there, and then the Cavaliers being good this year sucks for the Knicks.
0: It really sucks, but we talked about this, man. We said the there's East only two
1: bad teams better. in the East. I know. Realistically, in in the Magic and the and the Pistons.
0: Yep. I mean, even the Raptors are a bit frisky.
1: Yeah. No, no doubt about it. I mean, the Hawks. Uh, I think I believe at some point they're gonna figure it out.
0: I think so too, but that might come with a trade. Uh, so we'll see what happens they should
1: they should offload two of their guys to a two for one
0: yeah i I mean some of their guys are they already show glimpses but they're never going to get the opportunity unless it's for a short stretch because of covid you know protocol for them to really kind of prove to the rest of the league and for the hawks of the kind of players that they are
1: absolutely you want to talk celtics
0: Let's talk Celtics, man. And I'll just put it this way. I'm sure you're going to agree. You saw this collapse coming from a mile away as the game got closer, right?
1: Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, this Celtics team, we're going to talk New Year's resolution for each team. They need to figure it out. I mean, their two guys went for 50 combined, and the rest did jack shit aside from Marcus Smart.
0: And it's always bad when Marcus Smart's starting to drain threes because he gets that irrational confidence. And, and he I always, takes a lot when, of
1: bad shots.
0: When the Nets play him, I'm always like, and if he hits a couple threes early, I'm like, oh, this is going to be a good one because he's going to keep jacking them up um, for sure. And, and, I mean, the real the real impact here was obviously Giannis coming back in his first game out of protocols, putting up 36, and he took over late in the game. But, man, I, I think from the Celtics' standpoint, again, if they don't have a point guard. They have no shot no matter how good Brown and Tatum are.
1: Yeah, and I guess the uh the Schroeder experiment is I mean, I don't even think he played this game is is a failure. Yeah, and
0: he's a fine player. He sure just doesn't fit sure. with them. Yep. Yeah.
1: And, and they, so but, I mean walking, let's talk about let's talk about the Bucks. I mean yeah. this team's really rounded into form back into the champ I mean they, they were missing a lot of guys. Connaughton's, you know, barely coming back and a lot of other injuries, including Giannis has been dealing with COVID and whatnot. They're starting to round into that championship form.
0: They are. Let's not forget Lopez out for the season. He's played one game. Bobby Portis uh, is really is really uh,
1: picking up the scraps, though, there, and he's really taking off with that.
0: Bobby Portis is a really good player. You saw him play for your team two years ago. He was not a problem on that Knicks team.
1: No, he, he earned every penny he got.
0: And he's a dog, too. And for him to take that deal that he did to stay in Milwaukee was great. But I really think that that big three, you know, Stephen A. said that the Milwaukee big three of Giannis, Middleton, and Holiday is the best big three in the NBA. I don't know about that because of the potential. We know Middleton can sometimes go missing. Stephen A. also said Donovan
1: Mitchell is the best Utah Jazz player ever.
0: Well, I think he said he's the— He's the most talented, which I don't think is the most ridiculous comment of all time. He's not the greatest player in Utah history. Obviously, that's a, you know either Stockton or Malone. But getting back to Milwaukee, I, when they're clicking on all cylinders, they are impossible to stop. And I don't know how you get good shots on them late because they close in on you real hard, real fast.
1: Absolutely. You want to talk about the right. dubs?
0: Let's talk about the dubs third time tom that they played each other in the last three weeks
1: and um, the warriors are now two and one yep and i mean this was this was obviously a great curry game with 33 points but all hands on deck here i mean draymond had a very draymond game eight points 10 assists eight rebounds otto porter went out and got 19 he's such a weapon for them especially with um wiggins not playing but i mean gary payton they found him he's been bouncing around forever Kaminga gets into double digits. I mean, they—they they, it was all hands on deck.
0: It was all hands on deck, and how about Porter closing the game out? couple clutch threes to, to end the game there. I mean, he fits like a glove on that team, bro.
1: Yeah, he's always been a, a decent player, just needed to find that right fit, and I think anybody's a right fit in, in Golden State.
0: Their system is just flawless, and you see Kaminga, I, I think everybody was a little bit, worried and concerned about how he was going to fit because he's such a raw, athletic guy. But he fits seamlessly into that system as well because he can just run around and play defense. And when he locks in defensively, especially when he's in sync with everybody else on the floor, I mean, dude, he, he really can lock guys down, guys who are experienced and bona fide scorers in this league.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then and then from a Phoenix side, uh, I mean, they're not fully healthy. I'd like to see this game again when they're fully healthy. Booker only had 13 points in 40 minutes. Um, that was kind of due a little bit to Kaminga. Yeah, no,
0: it definitely was.
1: I'd like to see this team back at full strength. I'm not worried about them.
0: The toughest part about the Christmas Day games is like you're like, okay, like this is where things start to matter now. As we said, but there's so many <laughs> brand name superstars that were out. Yep. I still think this is a crash course for the Western Conference Final. I, I don't really care about what Utah's doing. I think that these two teams are a cut above the rest in the West.
1: Yeah, I I, I definitely agree with you. I think there's two, and then and then the rest. Uh, speaking of the Utah Jazz, they beat the Dallas Mavericks by six points, uh, four points. Excuse me. I mean the Mavs. They, uh, I don't know what's up. I don't know what to say about them. I mean, Porzingis had a good game, but um, Luca didn't play, uh, and the Jazz just can't take care of business. What?
0: Yeah, Yeah, that is why. why. That's why Porzingis had a good game. Yeah. Uh, They they just do not fit. No, they don't. No, they don't. And I'm kind of gotten tired of watching them play. To be honest, they were a draw for me. Like when they were on TNT or. NBA TV or, or ESPN, I'd be like Frankie oh, Smokes was seventeen. Hey, they <laughs> they like to bring in these former Knicks, don't they? They do. Yeah, absolutely. They got a lot of them.
1: A lot they of them from that Porzingis of... trade.
0: Yep, and they've got Bullock in there. Yeah, it's it's all it's basically Tim net Hardaway West. Tim Hardaway, but yeah, the friends for the Jazz. I <laughs> Am I, am I kind of shitty for just not really caring about the Jazz, no matter how good they are?
1: No, I think that's like everybody in the league.
0: I don't want to hear about how great of a player Rudy Gobert is. I know he's a great defensive player, but he's obviously very flawed in close games in the playoffs. And Mitchell's phenomenal. I don't know about the rest of that supporting cast.
1: Yep, absolutely. No um, matter how
0: good their regular seasons are.
1: Let's talk the game that I saved it for last. I don't know if you noticed there, but... Oh, I did. Let's talk about the game that I know you want to talk about. Lakers, Nets, uh, KD. Uh, well, he Maybe on Christmas Eve he went into the protocol? Um, no, it
0: was, uh, it was the week before, but he can The week before, out.
1: really? Okay. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, James Harden absolutely stepped up with a Christmas Day triple-double, 36-point triple-double, and Patty Mills... I mean, this team is just scratching and clawing right now, and you you got to be loving every second of it. You got to be nervous about it because is Bruce Brown and, and Bembry really going to get you 16 and 15 uh, when it when uh, the lights are the brightest? But you, you got to love it.
0: Well, I think the exciting part is is that not both of them don't have to, but one of them is always capable. I mean, Brown fits really well with Harden. I mean, even Claxton had his best game, and he obviously had that posterizing alley dunk on LeBron, which was just gorgeous. But these are guys who have played really well. I mean, low-key, Bembry's shooting 41% from three, yep. and he's a very good defender. So if he if he even hits you 35%, that's a plus on, uh, on the floor. Bruce Brown is going to do what he does. And the most important thing, Tom, is they did this without Durant, and what have we been clamoring for all year? Harden needs to be Harden. Harden needs to be Harden. Well, he was the alpha, and fortunately <laughs> his beta was fucking Patty Mills. And yep. who we've been talking about at various points during the season of how good and valuable he is. I mean, 34, he's shooting a ridiculous clip from three. He's good enough to be a second star in certain games. You know, not all the time, obviously. But this, all it showed to me was this is just another reason why Kyrie coming back even on a part-time basis is so important because they don't have to run guys like Patty Mills into the ground.
1: Yeah, extremely important. And unfortunately for you, Blake Griffin and Paul Millsapper are well, well done. I mean, thank goodness you have Brown and Bambury.
0: Yeah, and Aldridge didn't play in this game, and Aldridge has been you know, one of the most most prolific mid-range shooters in the NBA a this year. He's about bucket. Yeah. But, you know, Blake does some dirty work stuff, which I still appreciate. And you can play him at points in the game because his B-ball IQ is so good. But, yeah, he's been a liability. And Millsap has just not gotten into a flow at all this year. But, again, those are guys that if they give you anything on any night, you you take it. But they're going to go as far as their stars go. And it looks like Harden's really started to turn the page.
1: Absolutely. All right, you ready to talk some New Year's resolutions for all these teams? Can we talk Lakers real, real fast? Let's do it. I wanted to skip over it, but...
0: I know we do, but Tom, that sequence Westbrook had at the end of the game. He missed the dunk. He got lost with Patty Mills, who's been draining three after three. I mean, I I don't know how anybody on that team can stomach watching him play.
1: And you saw this coming from a mile away because you're never not going to play Westbrook, but Malik Monk in this game had 20, and if he had played a few more minutes, and, and you had brought in uh, Stanley Johnson for for defense as opposed to Westbrook, you might have won this game.
0: They, they were on a furious comeback. It looked like the Nets were going to give it away.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, Mello did his thing. Horton Tucker had a good game. But Westbrook, I mean, I know he had a triple-double, like we give a fuck. But uh, it, it was uh, – uns- what were his shooting numbers in the game? I mean, come on. He
0: was dreadful. Absolutely dreadful. I don't – I don't think they can trade him. I think they're stuck with no, him. No, they
1: can't trade him. Come on.
0: Well, the only one out there is like a John Wall, but do you really want John Wall over him? Oh, that so they, again?
1: <laughs> We're going yeah, to try that again? Yeah, that
0: again. Exactly. No, dude, it's it's brutal. Although I, I, I do I,
1: think, I, I must say, I think John Wall has a spot in this league somewhere.
0: Of course he does. They're just not playing him because they don't want to, but mm-hmm. he, he should be playing somewhere. But, yeah, man, I, I took from the Lakers is this was their chance. You know, no Durant, obviously still no Kyrie. I know they don't have Davis, but they had plenty of ammo to win this game, and they just they just crumble Wait, Their defense is abysmal.
1: Terrible, which is what they won their championship on two years ago. Um, all right, let, let's do some resolutions. You want to start in the west or the east, and we'll just go down the, uh, the standings here.
0: You know, let's go west.
1: All right. First, number one seed in the west, the Golden State Warriors. What is your New Year's resolution for them?
0: make the decision to keep Kaminga and Wiseman and Moody and see how far you can go you're playing with house money with Clay coming back too yep for me it was
1: the same thing um, just decide decide whether you want to stay young or you want to get another superstar or star in there Bradley Beal or something like that
0: and i don't think they need to i think these young no, guys I are going to And i think that having a healthy Wiseman to just stick and play maybe what 15 minutes a night in certain games I think he'll be I think he'll be a presence there too
1: absolutely your number two seed uh half game behind them the Phoenix Suns
0: so for the Phoenix Suns my New Year's resolution is very simple just get back to the West final you you're good enough like we said those are the top two tier teams right Golden State and Phoenix I don't see a reason why they shouldn't be able to get back given the state of the rest of the conference
1: my year's resolution for the Phoenix Suns is to get John Wall on this team as a scorer off Ooh. the bench.
0: How do they do that?
1: I mean, I don't know what the price tag is for him. It probably isn't much. Um, and
0: well, it's $40 million a year if Houston's not eating true. Any of
1: it. I mean, they'd have to move some salaries around, but you can do it at the NBA. I just think John Wall, if he accepts that off-the-bench position, can be a – much better version of what cameron Payne is and a much more consistent version as long as he's somewhat healthy um and he's he'll easily be able to average 15 a game off the bench
0: oh especially in that offense for sure he might have to be part of like a three-team deal because i don't know if anybody really outside of another bad contract has the uh capital or has the contract to match
1: yep all right moving on to number three the utah
0: jazz Trade defense for offense. Mm. I like this team, but I don't like this team enough comparatively to the other teams. And I look up and down and I say, why? They just don't have another score that I feel great about in the playoffs taking over a game or two. I mean, I like Bogdanovich. I like Ingles. But I think that we've seen this before. If they really want to contend with Golden State and Phoenix, they have to score a lot of points. I wouldn't mind seeing them flip Bogdanovich for maybe a Jeremy Grant. Uh, or somebody like that who you know it, it can get you a lot of points in, in a short amount of time.
1: I like that. Um, I, w- I was going to say the same exact thing, get better offensively.
0: Perfect. So we're on the same page there. Memphis. Who's next? All right, Memphis Grizzlies. Where do I have them here? All right, uh, for Memphis, what I want to see from them, identify the supporting cast around job. They have a couple players I like. Kyle Anderson, obviously Dylan Brooks I like a lot. Are these parts of your future or not you got the rest of the season to decide um who who stays and who goes you're obviously not contending for a championship this year so you have a trade deadline where you can be pretty flexible
1: yeah and that's what i had is just trade kyle anderson and other ancillary pieces that you're not playing as much and that are losing value quickly because kyle anderson's a good player and he would look honestly he would look awesome on the nets
0: Oh, he would look phenomenal, and I think he's the kind of player that they would target. I mean, you could send them a Nick Claxton and a Cam Thomas. I think that that would make them very happy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Number five is the Los Angeles Clippers. This one I I think is pretty self-explanatory.
0: I'm just saying stay pat. No need to do anything crazy.
1: Yeah, for me it's just keep – I don't know how to do it, and I can't help him with it, but keep Kawhi happy.
0: Yep, keep Kawhi happy, and I think a big part of that is going to be – We don't need to do anything crazy. We're probably a back-end playoff team, a play-in team. Paul George now out two to three weeks at least. Just stand pat. Don't do anything reckless.
1: Yep. Denver Nuggets at 16 and 16.
0: Can they trade trade Aaron Gordon? Mm. Is there anybody that would take him even for, you know, 65, 70 cents on the dollar? Because he was brought in to really support you know michael porter jr well michael porter jr we don't know what his future is and aaron gordon's just not the kind of player they want i think somebody would take him but can they move him as my New year's resolution
1: yep uh for me it was just stand pat see what see what can happen with uh see if gordon gets a little bit better when he can slash a little bit more with murray coming back
0: lots of teams in this category aren't there
1: yeah um moving on to we could talk for five hours but there's really not much they can do let's see what their resolution is number seven seed the lakers
0: take the l on the on the off season and and move whoever you can
1: that's exactly right if you can move anybody do it because this whatever's going on right now you're 16 and 18 and it's not working
0: nope not even a little bit
1: dallas mavericks um i think this one's simple um figure out a way to get off Porzingis, right?
0: Break up KP and Luka and add another ball dominant score, uh, you know, shooting guard point guard kind of player.
1: Yeah, and ancillary pieces surround Luka with more shooting.
0: Yeah, God, he needs it. And they've tried, man. I think the unfortunate thing is yeah, they have they tra- tried.
1: It's funny you say that they tried, but can you really say they tried when they traded away Seth Curry?
0: Well, I think that they thought Richardson was going to be better, and he wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, obviously they brought in Bullock, who had a good year last year with your Knicks and has been known as a three-point shooter. But I think their biggest miss was KP because he's had flashes in his career where he was an assassin uh, and a mid-range and a three-point line shooter. An incredible uh, defense it just hasn't worked.
1: Yep. yep. All right, moving on to the next team. At number 9, 15, and 17, the Minnesota Timberwolves. For me, it's just figure out uh, all hands on deck for, for Anthony Edwards. He is amazing. And figure out should or get off the pot with
0: Cat. Ooh, okay, you went the Cat route. Yeah, I, I, I like that. That's the sexier name, but I, I said find a taker for Russell.
1: Yeah, that's good luck.
0: I know, but there's a lot of bad teams out there.
1: <laughs> Very true, especially in the West. I mean, um, look at the,
0: the Wolves gave up.
1: Yeah, I know. Uh, number 10 for me, or number 10 in the league in the Western Conference, is the San Antonio Spurs.
0: For the Spurs, I just said create an identity. What do they want the identity of this team to be? DeJounte Murray's been incredible, but they have veterans that they don't play, like Thad Young. I mm-hmm. don't really think this team has an identity.
1: For me, it's uh, do everything you can to trade for Ben Simmons. Do everything you can except accept trading DeJounte Murray for Ben Simmons. That That would create an identity. Absolutely, um, number eleven. Uh, this one's pretty easy. Eleven is the Trailblazers at thirteen and nineteen.
0: McCollum, Nurkic, everybody gone. Except but for Dame. Do, except for Dame, but actually do it this time. Don't talk about it. Do it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a little tougher to do with McCollum having a collapsed lung. Um, but he just got cleared. So yeah, we're back to it. Um, number twelve, the Sacramento Kings.
0: Actually, blow it up. I put them in the same category mm-hmm. as Portland. You've been talking about this for years. They almost I traded here. Portland
1: at least can say that they've had some success and gone to a Western Conference finals. What are the Kings holding on to?
0: No, you're 100% right. Absolutely nothing. Um, but actually, do it this time. You have plenty of players Bagley, healed maybe De'Aaron Fox to your New York Knicks. You got basically everybody. You can keep Halliburton, trade anybody and everybody else. Um, Halbert
1: and Barnes. Mitchell, that's the, that's the foundation for this team.
0: There you go. Yeah, probably.
1: Oklahoma City Thunder, for me, it's turn some of this draft capital that you're not even going to be able to keep on your team because you have so many picks into either some young players or get another star in there.
0: Thank you for saying that. I was really interested to see which route you were going to go. What did you athlete. think I
1: was going to say, get more picks?
0: <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say, like, be a stopgap for, like, um, expiring contracts No, like, at some
1: point, like, it's all cute and good to talk about the plan, but, like, at some point the plan has to come to fruition.
0: A hundred percent with you. This is yeah, worse my, in
1: the process.
0: This is a lot worse in the process because I don't even know what the process is. Uh, yeah, for me it was just actually get some good talent.
1: Yep. So, uh, surround Shea Gildas Alexander and Giddy and... and whoever else you like on that team.
0: SGA some players. Just won Western Conference player of the week too by the way.
1: Yeah, I mean between between Giddy who looks promising and SGA and um, what's his face? What's the other the the very like good Dort. defensive player Dort, that's it. I mean, they have some players there.
0: They're and they're frisky. Like they they play hard. They're not a terrible team. Their just record is bad because they can't close out games, but there's there's a bedrock there if you surround them with some more talent and some vets. I mean, look at what they had a few years ago with Chris Paul. It was obviously the right move getting rid of him, but go get another player who's kind of in that realm. You know, you have plenty of assets. Yeah,
1: absolutely. They have a player on the team named Aaron Wiggins. I wanted to know if there was any relation to the other Wiggins, but I don't think so.
0: I have no clue. That's the first I've heard of him.
1: No, yeah, I don't I don't think so. Um, no, no, no. No mention. I feel like they would have mentioned it. All right, I back, feel like they would have too. Back to the reg- regularly scheduled programming here. After the Oklahoma City, uh, Thunder, believe it or not, uh, there is two other teams uh, <laughs> in the Western Conference. Pelicans, um, I think we alluded to it a little bit. Uh, it's a little more than that. You have to figure out what you're going to do with Ingram. But it, it's all about Zion. Let's face the facts.
0: I said the same thing. Be open to moving him.
1: Yep. And at number 15, the Houston Rockets, keep letting your young guys play. Um, for me, it's just get worse. <laughs> yeah, Christian Wood, that- got to go. Um, Porter, if you can trade Porter Jr., got to go. And obviously, figure out a way to trade John Wall before you just got to buy him out.
0: Eric Gordon, too.
1: Yep. Blow but it I up. said
0: actually decide who's part of the future. You know, some of those players that you mentioned there are not bad players. You no. just don't know if they can play with uh, Jalen Green, who's obviously going to be the most important part of your future. Mm-hmm. So uh, to me, if, if if Christian Wood can play with him, you keep Christian Wood. You don't just give him away. They, uh, they turned Garrison Matthews, who would had a nice little stint with the uh, Wizards last year, he came over to Houston and has played really well. They gave him, like, a four-year contract, mm-hmm. and I, I like that. That's exactly what a team like Houston should be doing.
1: Honestly, the only players that will pro- that should remain on this team, aside from a bunch of guys that we don't care about, like DJ Augustine and the guys at the bottom, are probably right. Tice because they gave him a fat deal, Kenny Martin Jr. because he's still young, sangoon Matthews, mm-hmm. and Jalen Green. Porter jr and wood if you think he can still play with him porter jr's got to go john wall's got to go eric gordon's got to go um and and if you can get i mean the only way i'm trading christian wood honestly is if i can get like a king's ransom for him
0: for sure i couldn't agree more i mean maybe if there's a really bad team that wants to give you some picks that are going to turn out to be you know very valuable assets you do that um I don't give him away, especially when you know you could trade him in the summer, too.
1: Absolutely. All right. Ready to move over to the Eastern Conference? Let's do it. Your Brooklyn Nets. Um, I'll go first because I, I just deserve to cut you off here because you could just wax poetic for the next hour. I'm not going to. I'm not um,
0: going
1: to. For me, keep an eye on the buyout market um, and, and small trade pieces at the deadline. Um, and, and I don't know, just. I mean, trying. I don't even know how to put it into words because it's like the it's like the Kemba thing, but just just stay in Kyrie's good graces, I guess.
0: Yeah, I think the stay in Kyrie's good graces like would have been like his
1: tweets, where I, like his Instagram posts.
0: <laughs> I think that's where I would have gone if this new event over the last week hadn't hadn't turned out to be the case. But mine is take pressure off Harden Durant in any way you can. Yep. Part of that's going to be Kyrie. Part of that's going to be the buyout market. Some of that's going to be playing some of the young guys. Uh, by the way, you know they—they're young guys have looked really good this year. So Absolutely, th- those are some trade. Those are some trade chips.
1: Chicago See, there Bulls was no hours
0: spent on that. Sh- Would you say? I said there was no hours. No, spent on I'm, that.
1: I'm only busting your chops. Chicago Bulls at uh, still at the two seed, even though they they got ravaged with COVID pretty badly. For me, it's just keep the good vibes rolling. You're you're a true contender. Um and maybe figure out a way to get a defensive big man there.
0: Really good one. I just said I just said, don't panic. Yeah. Basically the same way of saying what you said. They're, they're really and when good. When I say and
1: defensive they're... big man, I mean like an Ed Davis or something would help. An Ed Davis-like oh. player. Like that you yeah. got to trade nothing for a second-round pick.
0: Yeah, they can scour the buyout market too. There's mm-hmm. going
1: to be plenty for them. Yep. Milwaukee Bucks.
0: Well kind of keep it going but I said round two of dominating the buyout market look what happened when they got PJ Tucker last year
1: yep and and Cousins has helped them out a lot I'm happy to see that he's kind of had a resurgence
0: I I am too Uh, you know it's it's December still I'll talk to me in, in May or June if he's really a contributing piece to me I never have a doubt of whether he can still help a team it's just how much can he help them before you before he gets hurt or you can't trust him
1: Yep, For the Miami Heat, for me personally, I think this might be a hot take or whatnot, but I think that they can get another star in there, Um, figure out a way to turn Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero and a few others into maybe a Jalen Brown.
0: It is so fucking funny that you say that, and I promise everybody, we really don't, we didn't talk about this one iota. I didn't no. even get a response to your "Hey, let's do this" till like four o'clock. I'm but sorry. I'm right. No, it's fine. I'm right there with you. I said get Bradley Beal to Miami. Okay. So, I think I think he's the perfect kind of player. Yeah, both two guards. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I, absolutely.
0: I think he would fit perfectly. There would be so much less pressure on him.
1: Yeah, and, and I think a Bradley Beal or a Jalen Brown, uh, I think Bradley Beal is more realistic. Um, Me too. Just catapults them probably above everybody but the Bucs and the Nets.
0: Yep, uh, he certainly spreads them out a lot more. And even though Harrow and Robinson are really good, they're not Bradley Beal.
1: Nope. Um, all right, moving on to the Cleveland Cavaliers at the five-seed. For me, um, I mean, if they did nothing and and they continue to play as well as they do because we're we're getting close to the all-star break, they actually have Ed Davis on their team, and they did nothing, I'd be okay with it. But, I mean, if you can try and get something for Kevin Love, who's playing very well this year, and Colin Sexton, who's in a contract year, then do it.
0: I said model the last two New York teams. I said you're the 2019 Nets and you're the 2020 Knicks. To have a great time, you don't need to do anything crazy at the trade deadline. Your time will come if with this crew and you can make you have plenty of flexibility going forward. So I said just take the model of the last two New York teams.
1: But if you can trade Sexton and a Love for a player that's going to help you out in the future cuz no, neither of those players are most likely part of the future, then do it.
0: Sure, but, you know, Love is Loki. really helped them this year. He's been a good player for them, and I think Sexton will be on the move eventually, but for just this second half, unless the price tag is perfect, don't do anything. Just have fun.
1: Yep. All right, moving on to our next team, the Philadelphia 76ers. We should just skip to the Wizards. Um, <laughs> either get Ben Simmons to play or trade him and get some goddamn shooting in there.
0: It would just be, I don't know what you're even doing if you say anything else. Yep. Bite the bullet on Simmons, get whatever you can for him, and surround Embiid with shooting, for the love of God.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Um, the Washington Wizards. This one's interesting. I want to hear what you have to say.
0: I said just welcome back some reinforcements. I mean, i, I they have some guys out, Thomas Bryant being one of them who was really good before his big-time injury. They've they've kind of got their whole plan together. I think the elephant in the room is always going to be Bradley Beal, but for right now, I said stay pat and just welcome some players back.
1: Yeah, that's that's pretty much what I wrote down. Is just um, unless you're going to trade Beal, which is like a, a, a franchise changing move, just just keep it rolling. Let your injured guys come back.
0: Yep. I mean, you got Rui. You've got Obzja. Uh, you know, they've got they've got some players i mean they but you don't have to make any real crazy moves and i kind of love the harrell and kuzma trade yeah and kcp is in there too
1: absolutely new orleans hornets for me it was just i just wrote get miles turner period i think he's a better fit for them than sabonis um they don't need miles turner clogging up the paint or excuse me sabonis clogging up the paint let lamello cook and Turner is a ball mover and he's a defensive stopper he needs to be in a Hornets uniform
0: he's a perfect fit for two teams the New York Knicks and the Charlotte Hornets Yep. and I personally think that the Hornets have more to give so that would be perfect I also said just get in the dance and see what you can do I don't think that this team is a team that anybody would want to see if you're a higher end playoff team
1: definitely not Boston Celtics. Um, we can talk about Brown and Tatum, but I, I, literally zero percent chance that they're going to trade them during this season. So I got a little more realistic, and I just said, get somebody that can run the point. <laughs> I mean, Patty I, I, Mills. Patty Mills was right there, and you let him go to the Nets.
0: I think Patty Mills didn't want to have to do what he did in in San Antonio with Boston. You know, but your your point's well taken, and I, I I'm seconding it. Just find yourself a goddamn point guard. There yep. has to be somebody. There's going to be bad teams. Can they enter the De'Aaron Fox sweepstakes?
1: That'd be nice. That would I mean, I mean they have the players for him. I don't think it's going to cost them one of the big two. So
0: they have the trade exceptions too.
1: Yep, absolutely. Number ten, the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, I think me and you were in lockstep here. We already mentioned it. I just have trade some of your good players for one really good player.
0: Yep, I said get less deep, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. With um, you know, Cam Reddish being the focal point of that. He's been really fucking good. Let
1: this me give year. you something here. Between trade between the ten and the eleven seed. If you went out and traded a couple of those guys for Pascal Siakam.
0: Well, Siakam's in my is in my Toronto camp.
1: Yep, we might as well segue I mean, right into that
0: why not and it's decide on the future of siakam i don't think his future his let me rephrase that his value's is never going to be what it was coming off that 2019 finals run and i really don't understand why gm sometimes try to wait for so long to get back to that because he's never going to play with a guy like Kawhi again mm-hmm. so unless you think he's a building block with van vliet because those are really the only two in addition obviously scotty barnes just just get what you can for him there's going to be teams that really want him
1: yep Absolutely, I think the Hawks would be a perfect fit for him. Him or or, or um, the 76ers. Um, I don't know if that deal will ever get done. Number twelve, the Knicks. For me, Sean, I've done a complete flip here and I've come to your side. <laughs> okay. Let's let's trade some pieces and and let's get somebody in here.
0: Oh, you're doing it.
1: Yeah. Let's listen. I, I don't know if I'm going back to my old Knicks ways. I don't think they'll make a Knicksy trade where you're going to trade for Stevie Francis or give up no. the world for somebody for Melo who was going to sign you with won't. the Knicks the next year or whatever.
0: No, Andrea Bargnani.
1: No, but but let's let's get a stud in here that that we can build a team around.
0: Tom, hundred percent, and I said make decision on choosing on landing a star or trying to stay young right now they're in a bad position to be in which is you're caught in between yep you've got young players who are really good we talked about it after the christmas day game i like grimes i like mcbride i obviously like ob and i think what rj has been asked to do this year guarding the other team's best defender when he's usually on the floor with a lot of other poor defenders i think that there's a lot to like there but you can't want to stay young forever, and the best teams are usually not teams that are built through youth.
1: Absolutely, there's a. I mean, look at the Warriors; they got the best mix uh, in a long time.
0: Yeah, it helps having you know a
1: yeah, top it does twelve
0: <laughs> or thirteen best player of
1: tough all time. To comp, <laughs> tough to comp. Tough to comp. Can we just throw the Magic and Pistons together? I mean, for me, it's just trade all pieces that are not part of the future. I'm at Pistons. I'm looking at. I'm looking at Grant. I'm looking at a couple other guys. Magic, uh, I don't even know who. Terrence I mean, Ross. Yeah, Terrence Ross. Um, is Jonathan Isaac make a decision on that? Is he part of the future? Fultz, uh, Mo Bamba, who's, I believe, in a walk year. Who's part of this future, and if they're not, see what you can get for them. I mean, you got to make a decision on Bamba or Wendell Carter Jr. because you are—you guys have way too many bigs there. So let's let's just make a let's make a decision on that.
0: Right there with you on both, and, and you, you, the biggest thing is is for these awful teams, like so you talked about Houston don't put anybody around that's going to disrupt the growth of your lottery picks. There are two players, if I'm the Orlando magic that I absolutely have to cater to. And that's Franz Wagner and that's Jalen Suggs. Both of them look like winners. Both of them look like legit NBA players. Mm -hmm. I know Suggs is out right now. Wagner has been phenomenal. There's a lot of players in his way right now. Just let them cook.
1: Yep, absolutely. And they got a couple guys that they, they can trade. Like I said,
0: Oh yeah. I mean, here's the funny thing. Gary Harris as well. Yeah. Dude, this is the funny thing about teams like Houston and Orlando and Detroit is think how bad they are, but also think about the kind of players that they have on their roster that would help other teams, not just the ultra contenders, but like the other teams that are trying to get there too. Yeah.
1: Marco folds is another guy I'd like to see in, uh, in Phoenix now that he's back healthy. Yep. I know. No big I like deal. that. No big deal. I
0: like that. Yeah, I, just, I think he fit perfectly there. Not, not yeah, Boston. Yeah, off
1: the bench, great fit.
0: Who's the point guard to you? We just went up and down these teams. Who's the point guard to you for Boston to go get?
1: Uh, I think it's Fox. I don't think Fox, because I don't think Fox is going to cost you one of the big two and maybe maybe they trade Robert Williams for him. I don't know. Maybe they can get a deal where they can package Fox and Bagley, who has zero value or little value there. What about you?
0: You know, Fox fits perfectly for me. I think if they could find any way to get DeJounte Murray uh, mm. from San Antonio, that, his that would stock, be great. His stock is through another, the roof. I know. I know. I, I just don't know what – what san antonio's thinking i mean i don't want the celtics to go out and get a guy like a d'angelo russell or no. uh or um, you know markel fultz or somebody like that who would fit honestly really well off the bench on one of those great teams but if you're asking them to run point with the big two we're just running you know running in circles here
1: yep and then honestly i mean it feels like the only guy that really matters on the pistons everybody's for sale i don't know who's takers. Is is Cunningham? I mean, aside from that, maybe Killian Hayes. Um, I don't know. He's he's not lived up to the height. And Isaiah Stewart stays there. Aside from that, I think you could trade everybody.
0: You know who I think would make a lot of teams really good that they have. Yeah,
1: yeah. Him, Jerry, Jeremy Grant, and then Josh Jackson's had a little bit of something there. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Sadiq Bay has moments.
1: Yep. Yep. There's guys that they can trade. They're not gonna, you know, you're not gonna get uh, a Paul George Hall for them, but you're gonna get pieces or you're gonna get picks for them. And you're not the Oklahoma City Thunder where, you know, you, you kind of need to do the opposite. And, and instead of compiling, you need to you need to, uh, you know, kind of condense a little bit.
0: The worst thing about the position that the Thunder were in is you know, like two or three years ago, those picks looked so great. And now you're starting to get to the point where some of those picks are on teams that are getting better.
1: Yeah, and like, I mean, that's I what it this? always is. It's false hope. It's just a bunch of bullshit.
0: Right. Well, we'll go with the Celtics. I mean, the Celtics landed Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and they had the pick that turned into trading for Kyrie Irving. Yep. And, and they don't have a chip. They don't even have a finals appearance. I mean, it's just, false hope is the perfect way to phrase it.
1: Absolutely. Well, that wraps up the league, buddy
0: yeah it was fun to talk the whole league it's been a while Um, what are your new year's resolutions Tom
1: Um, you mentioned it earlier just you know well yeah get in shape is like an every year thing and just you know be a better guy (laughs) and be better at gambling
0: listen you've turned it around there are some times where I'm like this guy's a bad guy I think you get I think you get a little softer every year in a good way Mm. you still got the edge
1: honestly I I might have to toughen up
0: yeah no I think you're fine
1: what about Um, you buddy how about finished shows
0: finished shows is always one that's a loose one i think really it's just continue to continue to explore here in austin you know with COVID going on and not having the most stable of situations my first like eight months here uh somewhat limited but you're good now yeah just keep exploring the city that's that's a huge huge thing there you go and uh yeah man, we're about to be in 2022. Fucking crazy.
1: I know, but we will be speaking to everybody before 2022 so we can wish our happy new year's next next podcast. And I think oh, we I, I just checked the standings and I think we're we're even to where we were last week cuz you and I both went 2 and 2. Shout out to Will for going 3 and 1, but we will talk about that on the next pod.
0: Good for Will and he has to be absolutely gushing over what his Cowboys did last night. That oh. we'll talk about at length on Wednesday. Yes sir. All right everybody thanks for listening tom we'll talk wednesday everybody hope you enjoyed your holiday
1: yes sir